Today we will baptize five people, four at this service and one at the wilderness tonight at 6 p.m. Just in case you want to come back and see someone else be baptized today. In each instance, we will hear words of initiation and sealing. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. These words, as all sacraments do, come to us as words of welcome and warning. They come to us as welcome insofar as we hear the pouring water and smell the chrism oil and are assured of God's unconditional love for us in Christ. They come to us as warning insofar as we are reminded that the flood of grace comes with the invitation to join God in blessing and healing this fractured world. As the newly baptized are welcomed into the body of Christ, we who are already baptized will renew the vows that we once made, that we will continue celebrating life with the Trinity, praying, gathering for nourishment at the holy table just behind me, and working for a just future with the crucified peoples of the world as our teachers. There is embedded in baptism and in the renewal of baptismal vows a desire, though, I think, to feel alive, to be alive, and to even sound alive if we can't commit to the first two. In her book, The Argonauts, Maggie Nelson describes feeling alive as the aliveness of the body tissues and working of body functions, including the heart's action and breathing. I have heard that before, usually from that friend or relative who never has an unverbalized thought. You know, when you stand at a cliff on a crisp winter day, overwhelmed by the glory of a majestic landscape, and you want some silence between yourself and God, and that friend or relative with never an unverbalized thought says, this is what it feels like to be alive to feel my heart pumping and notice my breath surrounded by beauty. They're not usually that poetic. <laughs> or you turn to one significant other during a concert when the crowd is on its feet and the speakers are blasting at decibel levels only tolerable with Bose great earplugs, feeling the music pulse through your body and that person with never an unverbalized thought turns to you in the middle of all of this beauty and they say, this is what it feels like to be alive, to feel this music, to notice that I am here in this moment. Essentially, 
feeling alive or being alive is noticing that we not only have bodies, but we are bodies. Holy baptism and Holy Eucharist bring the noticing of our bodies, of our aliveness, if you will, into sharp relief. When water rushes over our heads, or our foreheads are marked with oil, or our palms are suspended, our arms growing weary of waiting, and bread is placed inside them and subsequently placed in our mouths. And God speaks through water, bread, oil, and wine, saying, you are alive. You are alive. Notice it. That is the welcome of which we speak physical matter that invites us to realize that God is our dance partner, not our punisher. And the warning, the holy warning we receive is that being alive does not mean we exist on an island, but in an intricate web of connection with our families, friends, watersheds, communities, cities, nations, the earth, and this universe. And with those relationships comes the gift of curiosity regarding how we might most faithfully support those with whom we are in relationship and even those to whom we do not believe we are directly connected. It is appropriate then for us to renew our baptismal vows and to baptize today on All Saints one of the church's oldest feasts. From the earliest days of the faith, altars were erected at sites associated with saints who died either violently or naturally. People the church recognized exceptionally embodied the spirit of Jesus Christ in their own day. Saints were commemorated early on, not because they died, but because they lived. They received the warning and welcome of baptism and Eucharist to live lives of significance, creativity, and I think above all, of disruption. Saints were disruptive. As they glorified Christ in their own generations, their holiness, their saintliness, their godliness became contagious a godly contagiousness that not even the best epidemiologists can inoculate against. Their holiness, their Christ-likeness is contagious because the saints knew what it took to feel alive, to be alive. And that life, that being at home in these bodies with their varied abilities and challenges is what we pray to the saints for today. That the saints will ask God on our behalf to sensitize us not only to the present moment, but to refugee crises, increasing wealth inequality, white nationalism and supremacy, sexism and other social plagues. We ask the saints 
to ask God, and this is kind of triangulation and prayer, I guess, if you say it that way. We ask the saints to ask God to alert us, to alert us to the urgency of a world animated by warning and welcome. It is into this world of saints, into this world of aliveness and warning and welcome that we baptize five people today. The same world into which we were baptized in our own respective generations. And it is into this world we are reimmersed every time our palms stretch before us as we receive Christ, as he both welcomes and warns us in bread and wine. Amen.